different. God made us different. <laughs> that was his intent, y'all. I know it can be a lot to bear from time to time, but that was his intent. Hundreds upon thousands of cells came together to make us who we are. And while some uh, may see our differences as a hindrance, God made us uniquely different with the intent, I think, to force us to learn how to cooperate so that we could operate in unity with one purpose in mind, which is to give him glory. The sole purpose of people is to know God and enjoy him forever. But here's the thing, this mandate, this call of cooperation and consideration despite our differences is not for the lost, but for the found. It is for those of us who have exchanged death for life. I recently heard a saying that I thought was insightful. It said, color brings culture. Your shade and my shade bring something to the table that our absence keeps hid. When you are not present, I miss your thoughts, your understanding and your story. I miss how you got to be the person that you are. And oddly enough, you missed that from me as well. We deserve to know each other for the sake of the greater good. There's so much more to us, y'all, than our pain or our mistreatment of each other. The world, they'll try to reform, but their reformation is short-lived because it's centered on them alone. Just trying, you know, to get along, trying to be good or do good or live good. So they'll gather around this particular thing or this holiday or this issue with the intent to be one. But it is not enough to provide stability for the long haul. As believers, though, we gather around a cross that stood and stands for unity in diversity. Humanity will aspire to be unified. However, the capacity to do so is not in them or us without divine help and guidance. Our heritage as believers is not our differences, but our unity in diversity through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Color brings culture. Let that ring in your spirit. We are bigger than our differences. We are bigger than our issues. Our faith in a loving God changes the rules of engagement so that the worst pains of our past can act as platforms to transform our future. And just so you don't forget, listen, suffering and inconsideration of people is a part of the sinful nature we all carry. We all fight against it. But love, grace, mercy, and forgiveness act as the antibiotic to heal the hurts and guilt we all carry. Sometimes in our fight to find significance, you know, and meaning, we reduce Jesus to the color of his skin or the nationality he bears. And while both of those things are significant to who he is and was, they are not the, def the defining factor of Jesus. What makes Jesus the heroic saving figure that he was and, and is rests on the fact that the life he lived and the death he died was for us, not himself. And that particular behavior can be done in any skin color. It was his blood that saved us. His example of dignity and compassion for the call of God to an undeserving creation is truly overwhelming. Listen, out of his desire to see us redeemed, Jesus sacrificed the privilege of heaven and the amenities of glory to live among thieves, murderers, liars, adulterers, abusers, self-seeking tyrants, and every type of transgressor of the law. He did that for the sake of what we could be and not what we were. We called him Savior because that is exactly what he did. He offered us a fail-safe program, an algorithm, if you will, that can change the paradigm of pain, of the pain we carry and the horror we have done into a foundation that will support a house for all of us to live in called the family of God. 
So often love seems weak and ineffective in the eyes of a militant world, a world that says, get them now before they get you. See, love looks defeated and overwhelmed by the hatred around it. However, if you look closely, love acts as a movement to keep us together. It, those acts of love are the tools of our Christ. Yes, you may have a right to be angry over whatever the issue may be, but the resolution must be sought through the modality of love. Without it, we are reduced to the thing we all fight against. We are reduced to the innate posture. Listen, to survive at all costs without regard for our neighbor. We don't have a race problem, y'all. We have a sin problem. The sin of looking over each other with the excuse that that doesn't affect me, that, that doesn't affect me. Have we not learned what is over there will eventually be over here? What is wrong with them will eventually be wrong with us. We cannot live on the same planet, breathing the same air, living off of the same provision and think that we are not connected. If we are going to make it, if we're going to survive the onslaught of the enemy, we must remember the posture of our Christ. Every person mattered. Every issue was important. Every situation had eternal ramifications. Jesus understood that we are all different, but all the same. His intention to make us new was not without trial, accusation, or malicious intent. Y'all, it was riddled with that stuff. But Jesus knew if the world was going to be better, someone had to die. Well, I get, you know, I, I guess really that's our problem. No one really wants to die to what they won't think or understand, if you will, to be true. See, in my opinion, truth is hiding in plain sight. We're all different. And because we're different, We'll all have a different point of perspective, but that does not make us enemies. As followers of Jesus Christ, the first rule of success, listen, is death. And the second is to stop keeping record of wrongs done because we are all guilty. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 24 and 25, he says, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. The implication is that we all have issues and differences, but they are not greater than the overall purpose of Christ, which is unity. Die to self, die to your issues and follow Jesus. Now, listen to me. That doesn't mean that we relinquish our intellect, only our disposition to think that we know all the answers. We must die to self for the sake of the whole. Otherwise, we choose to live in confusion. Now, remember the second part. Stop keeping records of wrongs done. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse five says in the New Century translation, because I didn't want you to miss it. It says love is not rude, is not selfish and does not get upset with others. Love does not count up wrongs that have been done right now. We are imploding because we are counting the wrongs that have been done. Anytime you play the blame game, divorce is inevitable. Now, someone out there knows exactly what I mean when I said that. Let's face it. Let's face it, y'all. We have all been wrong somewhere. So let's just get on with living. I'm different. You're different, but we're still family. I've been hurt. You've been hurt, but we have also hurt each other. We're still family. Family members, they do that from time to time. They hurt one another and then say, please forgive me. And if the person who hears the apology genuinely cares about the person who hurt them, they say, 
you are forgiven. You see, y'all, I need your color and you need mine. That's the power of a creative and imaginative God. He made us different. And our, difference are, our differences are not sinful unless they defile God's word. And that is another subject for another soul food. See, our differences are the handprint of God on our lives. His finger sculpted the very essence of who we are. Our particular idiosyncrasies are his image shining through. So remember, color brings culture and culture has the potential to make us all better. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food. Thank you.